hello there. Welcome to the second sneak peek episode of the Church Marketing Podcast. My name is Dave Shrine, and I am super thrilled to be here with you for episode number two. I guess episode number one went well enough to allow me to keep my microphone, so keep my microphone, I shall. Thank you to everybody who did take time to check out the first episode with Phil Bowdle. Uh, got a lot of really great feedback. Uh, super encouraging to hear that what we've been doing, even just in that first sneak peek, has actually been making a difference and, and providing some help. Uh, I heard even from several people that it left them wanting more. So mission accomplished. Way to go. Today, in this second sneak peek episode, I just have a really short conversation with Josh Burns. Josh is the director of web and social media out at Park Community Church in Chicago. It's a really interesting uh, conversation because the church in in Chicago, you'll hear Josh identify their demographic, but it's extremely unique. It might be even so unique Uh, that it's completely foreign to the demographic of the church that you're in. But that's okay, because the the reality is a lot of what we talk about, it scales back and forth from large churches to small churches, from from young churches to even older churches. And, you know, even in a future episode, uh, full-length episode, I I do want to talk about that, talk about how do we use things like social media for... churches that have an older congregation and it's super important that we do. Um, but you know, there, it can be quite challenging to get them involved, but Josh's demographic, it's a lot different than that. And he'll chime in on exactly the uniqueness of their church that makes his job a lot of fun out there. Uh, so without any further ado, I want to go ahead and turn it over to the conversation. Now we jump right in there. There was a lot of good stuff, but I really wanted to pick out the creme de la creme, the best part of the conversation. So we're jumping right in mid thought, but you should be able to catch up fairly quickly. We are going to be talking about the invite that Josh did through social media. Last week, we talked about a printable invite that Phil Bowdle did. Uh, out at Westridge Church. And so Josh is talking about a social media invite. Really good stuff. Tune in. I'll see you after the conversation. Well, let's let's talk exact let's let's like drill down there. So yeah. you've identified um, you know, the the majority of the people at your church are what you say 29 and under and single. I mean, that's that's a pretty that's a pretty specific demographic. So, um so how how are you tailoring the message of the invite to Easter um, to them? Like how, like what type of overall message are you using online? And um, you know how you know how are you approaching it? Is basically what I'm what I'm trying to get at there. Sure. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's it's in, it it is interesting being being in this uh, this type of context. Um, because a lot of times I do get, I you know, which I think I think we all we all do this right. Like we get stuck in our vacuums, and you know, we we have a hard yeah. time kind of envisioning what what the other side looks like. Um, so yeah, I I'm not sure. Um, I guess how specifically we tailor the message to that that demographic or that age range. Um, but we we are we are intentional, you know, by by um, as far as. Uh, communication goes and web and social media specifically to really, um, I guess, 
kind of kind of put it out there as like uh you know you can spread the word by doing this type mm. of thing um you can invite a friend by doing this so we we mm. put a heavy emphasis on inviting friends um knowing that a lot of our a lot of our people are in the workplace um you know what's 50 60 hours a week and so we we do put a huge emphasis on on kind of this god at work um type of uh relationship that they mm-hmm. have um how they can be okay how they can um be god in their workplace uh mm-hmm. to to the people that they're working with um and knowing that all you know all of all of their relationships are are um also uh, convert to the to the online context as well. Um, so we'll you know we'll put out uh, Facebook invitations, basically. Which what we found to work really well, and I'm not sure how how specific you want you want to get here, but I can kind of go into um, you know how how we do those uh, social media invitations. But that'd be great. Yeah, yeah. What we found that works really well is kind of this image based invitation. Um, on social media and since since social media is very visual now um you know that's that's the way it's 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 been going for the past couple years and that's just i mean that's the future of it um really just focusing on good design good visuals um and making something that's easily um shareable so and I wrote about this on my blog, but something we found great success in last year was this um, kind of Instagram style invitation. It's got, you know, Easter weekend uh, as the title there. And then basically just an invitation to to the service. Um, and you can include service times on there if you'd like. We decided not to just because... <laughs> It wouldn't really be beneficial for us. We've got six. We're we're in six campuses um, now, and you know it's just that could be confusing, crazy all over. Yeah. Well, so, I'm looking at your blog right now, and I see it. I'll put a I'll put a link in the show notes. But it's uh-huh. it's just a great it's just a great picture, and uh, and you highlight there that it got 31 shares. I, and uh, for people who go to the internet and actually check it out, you'll be able to see it. But um, what you actually wrote in the Facebook post and uh, shared over on Instagram is you can spread the word about Easter weekend services by sharing this image on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And it's just a really attractive uh, graphic, and it's got a lot of text embedded on the graphic, so it's not dependent upon people um, you know, having to read the entire post. They see the graphic, and automatically I'm, I'm drawn to to read exactly, you know, what that graphic has to say. Now, are you putting all of this together? Or do you have a, a graphics team that you're working with uh, to make sure that the message is cohesive, or do you guys kind of operate aut- autonomously for the different platforms that you're serving? Yeah, yeah. So um, I think it is important to, you know, kind of customize things uh, based on based on the platform um, for this specifically. So and. <laughs> As I'm sure a lot of a lot of our listeners today will be happy to hear, I I am a one man team when it comes to <laughs> when it comes to web and social media. Yeah. Um, on you know we do we are a two person communications team. My my coworker um, she kind of plans vision and you know dates and those things, um, and then I just kind of implement it all. But uh, so I know I I feel your I feel your guys' pain. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
you know, I don't have a, a graphic design team um, that I work with. I kind of just just do all of this stuff um, on my own. And so, yeah, I mean, I think it's I think it's important um, that you know, especially for Facebook, uh, you and Instagram, they they're kind of working hand in hand a mm-hmm. lot of times. Um, what we found is, you know, we you know we'll, we will. Uh, we will make a lot of the graphics um, that are interchangeable on Facebook and Instagram. And what you'll notice there is we, so since we didn't put service times or anything on the actual um, invitation graphic, we just put the URL to, um, to our website yeah. on the actual image and, you know, make it simple, make it as easy as possible. Ours, ours was just parkcommunitychurch.org slash Easter. I love and, it. Um, Simple, easy, and then we include the link in the actual copy of the Facebook post. And but yeah, I'm glad you mentioned you know the shares because that that is important. You know, um, it's great that you know it's great that you get likes. It's great that you get comments on on the on the post. Um, you know that definitely um, enhances the reach of of it. But it was really the shares that that um, got that post uh, going, and. Uh, so uh, this this was by far our our highest shared post of the year, um, and it you know if you're if you're on Facebook a lot you'll notice on your Facebook page you've got the reach number and you know you probably <laughs> get get really focused on that which is which is great um, and and this because this got 31 shares it reached um, way uh, you yeah. know an enormous amount of people way more than any of our other posts and that's simply because we we made the ask you have to make sure you're you're making the ask and saying you can you know so we said you can spread the word about our easter weekend weekend services by sharing this image um and so we because we asked them to share it um you know 10,000 people uh that that post reached 10,000 people that's great um instead of you know the the 1000 that that a normal post might get that's great and i think one thing that that i'm learning as i experiment more and more with using social media um particularly with facebook but also twitter um and you know the different all of the different offerings out there i mean gosh there's so many but you know we we tend to focus on facebook because that's where our people are mm-hmm. um, the thing that i've noticed about the the reach and the sharing is is a share um if I get three or four shares from a particular post, I'm about as thrilled as I can be. I mean, to me, in my mind, that's, that's the equivalent of like, you know, 15, 20 likes on the post. And the reason why is that share, the way that it appears in somebody else's feed, it now has their voice. They're the ones saying it. They're the ones advocating. Whereas exactly. when somebody just likes something or somebody sees it in their feed coming directly from, you know, my church, it's, it's mountain park community church inviting John Doe. Whereas a share now becomes, um, you know, John Doe inviting Jane Doe to mountain park community church and just using our, just using our image as the, as the medium for, for that invite. And something else I've noticed too, and, you know, to kind of go on top of seeing the reach, um, and seeing how, how effective a Facebook post can be. I've been using, um, bitly.com or 
I guess you could go to bit.ly.com or bit.ly. Mm -hmm. um, yep. I've been using that for pretty much every post that I'm putting out on Facebook. And the reason why, and I, I want people to tune in on this, is just because somebody doesn't click like on a Facebook post doesn't mean that it didn't get engagement. We we put a lot of value on likes and comments, but the truth is, is that doesn't tell the whole story. That only tells part of the story. Um, when I started using Bitly and using those as my URL shorteners for tracking, I found that even though I won't get, you know, two or three likes on a post, I'll get six or seven clicks. And of okay. course, you can track that with Google Analytics, and that's important. Um, tracking, you know, what happens with Google Analytics is important. But for just a real quick snapshot of, hey, what what's working? Uh, Bitly's great because, like I said, we look at that reach, we look at those clicks or the the um, the likes and the comments and even the shares. But really, it just doesn't tell the whole story. Those those click throughs um, are super important. So just a FYI, if you're not using Bitly or some sort of a URL shortener that offers tr um, tracking, I would highly encourage you to do so because that'll give you a, a, a more full picture of just how far your true, not the Facebook reach, but your true reach um, is for a particular post. So now do you use any type of URL shorteners or how are you guys tracking the effectiveness of your posts? Sure. Yeah. Um, we, we do. I, I use URL shorteners in all of our, um, social, social media efforts. And what's great is that thing, that thing is completely free. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, you just sign up for an account. You've got tracking on all of your, all of your links that you put out. Um, yeah. And I would even add on to that. Um, so when you uh, when you add in that link on Facebook uh, that that URL shortener, um, you know if you're if you're super um, crazy like I am, I just I don't like the way that it looks a lot of times. Yeah. Um, having having that Bitly link in there, but what's great about Facebook is that now um, if you just copy and paste that link into your into your post as you're creating it mm -hmm. it'll auto generate um the the link in the post the full you, the fully qualified url sure yeah and uh and you know, so you know, you scroll through your newsfeed now. You see images that are links to posts, right? Actual links. Um, that's what that's what that is. It'll generate and you know whatever the image is for that post um, in the website, and uh, and then you can just delete the the Bitly link, and you've got a nice clean copy uh, post with a with a great um, a great link there. And now in Facebook, you can even upload your own. Um, image to to cover up that that link as well. So yeah, I love I love the ability that that Facebook is given now with with links. It's just it makes it a lot cleaner, and you can do so you you know so much stuff if you if you've got the time and the effort. Um, so yeah, I I love Bitly, and uh, like you said, you, Google Analytics does all of that, but to really dig down into those pages takes some time. On, on Google Analytics, but Bitly is just clean, simple. It'll tell you how many clicks you're getting um, and even what network uh, it's coming from. That's good stuff there. A lot of practical things towards the end that we talk about, particularly when it comes to tracking your effectiveness online and tracking those Easter invitations. Don't put so much weight on the, the likes and the comments, but, but try to look at that reach. And when you do a good job of tracking using Google Analytics or Bitly, it, it allows you to see the truth of how your content's being used. 
I sit down with my wife nearly every night as we just kind of go through our Facebook feeds and see what's going on with our friends. Don't judge us. You probably do it too. We like going through our Facebook feeds. We do go on dates though still. But as we go through, I'll notice her behavior and I'll ask her, I said, you, you hung out there for a few moments, but you didn't click like. Why? She goes, well, I, I just didn't want to click like. Well, did you like the post? Yeah, I, I liked the post. I just didn't want to click like. Well, why didn't you want to click like? I don't know. I don't, I'm not, I don't just give my likes away. And so, you know, it's, it's funny to hear it that way. You've probably had similar conversations with your spouse or your friends, but it's the truth. People don't always like the things that they actually like. Usually, um, they'll use their likes to communicate something particular uh, about themselves. So I, I will use a favorite on Twitter as a way to show, I guess, solidarity with a message, right? Just like, hey, right on, I agree. Whereas some people will actually use it to track different tweets that they want to go back and visit later. So you, you've got to do a good job of measuring your analytics so you're not wasting your time. I hope that this uh, sneak peek episode has been helpful for you. It's definitely been helpful for me hearing from Josh. If you want to learn more about what Josh is doing, check out his blog, joshburns.net. And you can also follow him on Twitter. His Twitter is jbruno. I'll put all of this in the show notes. Guys, we are a couple weeks away from our first full-length episode, and I am just way excited. If you've got comments... Leave them in the comment section at churchmarketingsucks.com at this particular post. And yeah, let us hear what you have to say. Questions, comments, concerns, whatever we can do to make this show better and help equip you more fully. All right. My name is Dave Shrine. You can follow me at my blog, daveshrine.com, or get in touch with me at Twitter, at Dave Shrine. Until next time, Shrine out.